Father, we thank You for loving us and sending Your Son to die for us. Father, we thank You for the blessing that we experience when we gather with the saints and we can encourage one another as we as we stumble towards the new Jerusalem. Oh, Father, help us to love one another, to encourage one another, to pull one another along, to help us if we stumble or if we fall. We thank You that You've not ordained it, that we walk alone, but You've given us traveling companions. Oh, Father, we love You. Help us to love one another. We ask You these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And let's be in prayer for um, the Bible conference that's upcoming in Cambodia and our travelers that will be departing this week. Our, our desire is, is that you're a delegation from First Baptist Parker that's a great encouragement to the saints at the Church of Mercy and those from other churches that will come um, and we will be praying to that end, that God will bless you, brother, as you, as you preach, that the saints will be built up in the most holy faith and encouraged. And I think I can speak for us all. Give, give, don't hurt Chang, but squeeze him hard for us. <laughs> <laughs> I want to remind you this afternoon that what you say and what you pray are very important. What you say and what you pray are very important. We don't believe in saying prayers as a formula. We don't. If you have a heart for Roman Catholics, and I do, then you're probably familiar with Hail Marys and Our Fathers. Sometimes the penance the priest would offer the child at confession was, go say this many Hail Marys and this many Our Fathers. And one of those things is very different from the other. You understand? One is theologically problematic while the other is not. But in any case, listen, we, we reject that. The penance that we find in Holy Scripture is the penance of a broken spirit, of a broken and a contrite heart. In his masterpiece of repentance, St. David sings, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. Psalm 51, 7. That's, that's the penance of God. Jesus taught his disciples not to use vain repetitions in their praying. Because, and, and the reason was, he's not hard of hearing. You don't have to keep saying it again and again and again like the heathen do. So listen, though we don't view prayer as a formula or a spell, we can learn something by studying the prayers of Scripture. There is a formulaic prayer that's often used in the East by the Orthodox Christians that's called the Jesus Prayer. And it goes like this. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Or sometimes, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, Savior, have mercy on me, a sinner. 
I actually like this prayer. And I pray it. And I don't believe it's really an Eastern Orthodox Christian prayer. I believe it's a scriptural prayer. Please open your Bibles to the Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 18. Luke chapter 18. And look there to verse 9. The Bible says, And He, that's the Savior, He spake this parable unto certain which trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went up into the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican, a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all that I possess. The publican, standing far off, would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified, rather than the other. For everyone that exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Well, brothers and sisters, listen. This parable... This parable is the reason that I said I don't believe that the Jesus prayer is an Eastern Orthodox Christian prayer. Rather, it's a scriptural prayer. I think I see it there in verse 13. The publican, the tax collector, the sinner, prays a seven-word prayer. And he says, God be merciful to me, a sinner. He prays, God be merciful to me, a sinner. 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 Listen, believing as we do, that Jesus of Nazareth is God, the second person of the Holy Trinity, praying, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, Savior, have mercy on me, a sinner. Well, that's praying the sinner's prayer, isn't it? And in any case, we would accept those as valid substitutions, wouldn't we? I mean, we we Christians call Jesus of Nazareth Lord. We Christians call Jesus of Nazareth Christ or King. We Christians call Jesus of Nazareth the Son of God. We Christians call Jesus of Nazareth Savior. So, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, Savior, have mercy on me, a sinner. Beloved saints, When we recite the Lord's Prayer, listen, listen, let's make sure it's never merely a recitation. 
let's make sure it's always a prayer. We're not counting beads. And let's learn the scriptural sinner's prayer. Well, did you pray the sinner's prayer? I sure did. Yes. Yes. I did. God have mercy on me, a sinner. Or Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, Savior, have mercy on me, a sinner. And listen, when he finished telling this parable, our enfleshed God said this, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalteth himself shall be abased. And he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. When that trembling Philippian jailer asked Paul and Silas that desperate and searching question, what must I do to be saved? The apostolic answer was, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. Acts 16.30. That's why we champion the doctrine called justification by faith. Believe, that's faith. Be saved, that's justification. And the justified are declared righteous. Saved. The judge is saying, he's all right with me. How can you do that? Because I'm the judge. I said he's all right. Who are you to say he's not? Well, there, there's a lot in Paul that's hard to understand, right? Even Peter said that. There's a lot in Paul that's hard to understand. But listen, Paul's doctrine of salvation is not difficult. <laughs> the saved ones are called believers. Because they believe something. Paul teaches, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Romans 10, verses 8 through 10. Well, saints, though I revere the Blessed Virgin Mary, I don't advise Hail Marys. Neither did the Savior, nor the Apostles, and so I won't. But I will advise prayers to God, confessing Jesus as the divine Son, confessing Him as the Savior of men, and acknowledging human need of Him because of human sinfulness. Remember, He came to save His people from their sins. As much as I like that little song, when one believes upon the Lord Jesus Christ, he's not only a sinner saved by grace. I like that song. We sing it. The theology is just not quite up to snuff. 
I'm not only a sinner saved by grace. I'm actually a saint. An heir of everlasting righteousness. An heir of everlasting life because of what Jesus has done for me. Yes, I'm a sinner saved by grace, but I'm not only that. I am still a sinner. Still one who must confess that he's an heir of mercy. A sinner saved by the grace of Almighty God. So saints, listen, as we pray the Lord's Prayer this week, and I hope you pray it often, let's also pray the sinner's prayer, the publican's prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, Savior, have mercy on me, a sinner. Yes, it was a parable, but the divine Son of God said of the one who prayed that prayer, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified. Somebody says, can you tell me how to be saved? Believe. Tell somebody. Behold how sinners disagree, the publican and Pharisee. One doth his righteousness proclaim, the other owns his guilt and shame. This man at humble distance stands and cries for grace with lifted hands that boldly rises near the throne and talks of duties he has done. The Lord their different language knows and different answers he bestows. The humble soul with grace he crowns whilst on the proud his anger frowns. Dear Father, let me never be joined with the boasting Pharisee. I have no merits of my own, but plead the sufferings of thy Son. Would you pray with me? Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, Savior, have mercy on us. We're sinners. Oh, Holy Father, thank You for sending Your Son to save Your people from their sins. Oh, Father, would You give us simple and childlike faith, enable us to believe You, to believe the Holy Scriptures, to believe that Jesus has come to save us. Bless Your people. We ask You this in Jesus' name. Amen.